Hey, Go-Getters, it's Cindy Kuzma here, co-host of the We Got Goals podcast, a podcast by asweatlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their accomplishments. Our high achiever for this week is Jillian Lorenz. She is the co-founder and co-CEO of The Barcode. I'm so grateful to Jillian for joining me for a live recording of We Got Goals at the Hotel Moxie here in Chicago. And before we stepped into the booth and started rolling tape, I was chatting with Jill and with Gina Anderson-Cohen, who you may know as the CEO and founder of A Sweat Life, in addition to the co-host of this podcast. I heard a really sweet story about how walking into the barcode for the first time and being warmly welcomed by Jill's co-founder, Ari, actually set Gina on the path toward building a sweat life and making it all that it is today. So it was kind of a sweet full circle moment to see these women come back together and to get more details about how their stories have intertwined. So about Jillian, she and her co-founder and co-CEO, Ari, as I mentioned, They've built the barcode and grown it over the past eight years from a single studio in River North to a nationwide franchise. They've sold almost 60 studios now. And you'll hear her talk some about how they did it. One key element has been their three-part mission, and they use that to guide everything from the language they use during classes to the support system they've built for their studio owners, those franchisees. They're dedicated to making barcode workouts magical and empowering, but Jill and Ari know it's not enough to merely hope for some sparkle dust to to make everything perfect. There is a ton of hard work that goes into building a brand and maintaining it as you scale to the next level and the next level and the next. Jillian also talks about one small change she made in her daily life and how that tweak has already echoed throughout her personal emotional landscape and improved her ability to lead a business. She dishes some on what it's like to be a co-CEO, and she offers some really solid encouragement and advice for other entrepreneurs. She talks about something that she calls fins, uh, why you should be comfortable with them. So stick around for that. It's near the end of the interview. Jillian also gives us a sneak peek of where the barcode specifically and fitness in general is going. And it's a vision that's both huge, you know, think studios internationally, and also really small and personal with workouts that can fit onto your very own smartphone. There's some nice collaboration with the Sweat Working app in there too that you'll hear her talk about. There is a ton in this interview that any goal getter, whether you own a fitness business or really just kind of aiming to get the most out of your daily life, can learn from. So here is my interview with Jill. Yeah, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset when I'm not. This is Cindy Kuzma at the Moxie here in Chicago. We are doing We Got Goals live with Jillian Lorenz. Jillian, thank you so much for joining us today. So happy to be here tonight. And Jillian is the co-founder and CEO of The Barcode. And Jillian, we know that The Barcode is a fitness studio, but it's so much more than that. So for our listeners who might not know, what is The Barcode? The Barcode is a fitness franchise. And when we founded the company eight years ago, we had a mission to create not only a best-in-class fitness program, but to create a place uh, centered around self-acceptance and um, women support, supporting one another. So really focused on community and uh, really finding love for the skin you're in. So um, our studios are so much more than just fitness. We use fitness as a vehicle to provide that self-acceptance and love to ourselves and then support others in their pursuit to find their own. Mm, I love that. How did you go about doing that? How did you make it different from the beginning? Uh, with that being a critical part of the mission. Mm-hmm. So, um, like as I mentioned, it was a three-part mission. 
Uh, I will repeat it one more time because it's uh, what we've lived by for the past eight years, to be a best-in-class fitness program, to provide a place where women support one another, and to provide a platform for self-acceptance and self-love. And so those three points have been uh, critical in every decision we've made over the past eight years, and they decide you know, the directions that we take our business. Um, so I think having that as a foundation to build on from ground zero, um, from the starting point, has really gotten us to where we are um, today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what does that kind of look like um, when you get into the studio? Like, how how is it different from an experience that you might have in a different kind of studio? Well, one of the things back eight years ago when we would go to different boutique studios, we found that you know women talk about their bodies in, in negative light. And so one of the things that we really wanted to change is the language that we use. Um, we all come in different shapes and different sizes, and we all need to love the skin we're in. And so you know the language we use in the studio room uh, is vastly different than you'll get at other studios. We don't talk about weight loss. Uh, we don't talk about you know, losing um, cottage cheese or any of the sort. It's all about gaining strength, you know, in, in the body you're in and, and being a healthy version of who you are. Um, so that, at you know, the foundation of our product has really changed the direction. Um, I think of, of fitness in general. A lot of people are moving towards that and finding um, how much, how great it is to feel good the way you are. And, you know, just try to be the best version of you and not change yourself, but just create a better you. Uh, And then also, you know, from the minute you walk into the studio doors, it's about, you know, just being happy and, you know, and being uh, engaging and inviting and knowing that, um, you know, we welcome everybody into our studios. Hmm. I love that so much, that idea that, like, fitness is something you do to gain something and not yes. to lose something. And, yeah, you all really were kind of a trendsetter in that. Yeah, and, and you you hit it on the head. So everything that we talk about is what you can gain, not lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here on the We Got Goals podcast, Jill, we ask two big questions. And the first one I'll go ahead and ask you now is, what is a big goal that you've achieved? Why was it important to you? And how did you get there? All right, a big goal that we've achieved uh, in the business was launching our franchising program. And that was really um, a pivotal point in the direction of our company to decide if we were gonna be corporate owned or franchise based. Uh, We have a blend of both because Ari and I do own um, uh, several studios. Uh, But when we decided to launch the franchising program, it was really exciting for us because we were giving a platform to individuals, women, like-minded entrepreneurs that wanted to start a business, that wanted flexibility in their lives, and that wanted to be passionate about what they did, and they wanted to make an impact on the people in their community, and they wanted to change lives. And we gave them the tools to do that. So we've really changed the course of direction of many women's lives. And through that change of direction, we've impacted uh, so many, so many people um, in a positive way and made them feel good about themselves, even if it's just for 50 minutes. Wow, I just get chills hearing that. That's amazing. <laughs> so how many franchises do you have now? We have 59 locations um, sold and 31 um, studios open. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. So who are these women? Tell me a little bit more about your franchisees and kind of how you go about making sure that each studio lives up to to your mission and your vision. The franchisees are fantastic. Uh, Like I said, they're like-minded women. They're passionate. Their work ethic is solid and strong. 
Um, they want to create a place that's safe for their consumers, for our clients to have a second home away from home where they feel cared for and um, you know a place where they can feel comfortable as they embark on their fitness journey. journey. Um, the, they work hard, they uh, breathe, live, and sweat the barcode, and they truly do represent the barcode. They live by it. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do we find these women and keep this standard? Um, yeah. We get a lot of interest in expansion, especially, you know, one of uh, a goal that we just reached, which was fantastic, was to be named in the entrepreneur world uh, in the top 500 franchise companies, which was fantastic. So we do get a ton of interest from people wanting to franchise our business. What we've done is we've taken, you know, a slower growth approach where we're finding the right people to continue our our, our mission. Mm-hmm. Because in franchising, it just takes one person to not take care of, uh, you know, this is our baby. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, it's, it's partnering with other business owners. And we got to make sure that the partners we bring in are the people that we want to partner with. It's a, it's a marriage. And so we, we take time to make sure that the people that are coming into the network are the right people. They have the same you know, core values and they understand that the mission ultimately is what differentiates us in the market. And of course, the classes are always kick ass. But, you know, the secret sauce as well is just the way that a we deliver that product and how we authentically want to help and have an impact on the lives of the people that we touch. Yeah, yeah. So how do you support that? Um, how do you support the franchises? We have an amazing team. So my mm-hmm. team is just absolutely incredible. And they work so hard to continue to keep quality standards and to provide all of the tools that our owners need to be as successful as possible. Um, they breathe and sweat and work so hard to make sure that all those tools are available. And we have a inter- intranet, so an internal system that has, you know, just a s- enormous amount of information um, that step by step guides our owners on how to launch their business, how to, you know, train, you know, their in business operations as well as marketing as well as. You know, of course, our product training, et cetera. There's just so much information. So again, we, we've just worked years to build that out. Years and years and years and years of work, hard work to get those quality standards in place. Yeah. I'd imagine you must see some pretty incredible stories of women who have, as you say, transformed their lives through owning those businesses. I mean, are there any that kind of stand out to you? Or, I mean, I think everybody, I don't want to just call on some of our owners. I think everybody has a story and they're pretty magical, you know, just as far as their life change in direction. Um, but it goes to even just like our clients, you know, I remember when I started, it's not how big or how small the story is. Like when we started back here eight years ago, when I was uh, just the owner of Chicago, you know, it was the clients coming in who hadn't been on a date for 10 years and came to classes for a couple months and finally had the confidence in who they were to get on match and then end up getting married. And, you know, just like all those letters and stuff. So it's just, uh, you know, every owner has a great story and they're all really critical in the success of the barcode and the success of our mission and the people that we impact. Yeah. It must feel pretty incredible then to think that you could have that impact kind of exponentially, like at each studio. Yeah. That many people. Yep. That's it's we just want to keep spreading the sparkle dust and make uh, an impact 
the way that we can. Yeah, but you make such a good point too that there is so much work, business, and organization to make that happen, right? The sparkle. So does. much prep, prep work. <laughs> right? Yeah, years of prep work and hard work. So you know, shout out to. Kay, Dana, my entire team, Akia, Kylie, of course, Ari, my business partner, Bree, everybody. They're just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So tell me more about um, you started the business with Ari and how has it been to to build something like that with a friend and, and now your co-CEOs too, right? Yeah. We weren't um, best friends like we are now. She's absolutely, she's like a sister to me. Um, at the time, we knew each other from our boyfriends mm-hmm. who are now our husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, so our boyfriends introduced us to, to one another another and the moment we met it was kind of like um something magical in the air like we definitely gelled and we bonded over fitness and then we were invited over to her house for a new year's eve dinner so my boyfriend and i went there and uh we had a round table dinner and on each dinner plate there was a question of like what are your goals for 2010 um and i answered it and said i wanted to start my business and she looked up and said, hey, can I do it with you? And I said, sure. And we cheers and the rest was history. So January 1st, we woke up a little groggy, <laughs> but she called me and said, hey, were you serious about last night? And I said, yeah, were you? And uh, then she came over and we sat down and that's where we built out that three-part mission. And six months later, we opened up River North around the corner here. And eight years later now, we're almost to 60. Oh my gosh. So how does it work now to be co-CEOs? How did you decide that you were going to, to share that title? And how do you separate and break things down in the business? We learned really early on that to be successful in business, you have to really build trust and rapport. And a solid friendship for us has been critical, where you know our, our happiness is first and foremost, and that for longevity, just like in a partnership, you have to give and take. And we rarely ever get into any disagreements because we respect the areas that the other is in charge of. And also we put each other first before the question at hand, if you will. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what are your each individual strengths that you bring? Well, they they evolve, which is cool. So, you know, our business is built on evolution. And what's exciting about that is like areas of interest for me or areas of interest for her may shift or change or we may share some things, et cetera. But, um, you know, the major buckets, uh, business operations and finances, we co-manage um, and then uh, retail and marketing uh, is on Ari's side of the house and the actual training product is on my side of the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Interesting. And that yeah. is very cool that you are able to like have that relationship and that communication where you can adapt and evolve and explore new interests and develop over time. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. It makes every day. I think life as an entrepreneur is hard. So doing it, you know, the daily grind in and out, you got to do it with somebody you really love mm-hmm. um, and respect. When I say love, you don't have to like be in love with, you know, like they don't have to be your soul sister, but you have to love them and appreciate them in a way that makes it all worth it because there's just such long days, such long years. I mean, like we've been in this for eight years now. There's a lot of ups and downs and you have to really respect and and care for that person so that you can make it through together. Yeah. Ah, beautiful. It's beautiful. 
So when we were chatting before we started recording, you mentioned that you also had personal goals to talk about too, because I know as you've been building this business, you've been building a family and, and yeah. you have other things on your plate too. So what's a personal goal that you've yeah. achieved? I have three children and um, by nature, like before I started this business, like Ari's the more aggressive uh, go-getter, like natural entrepreneur. And I'm the more, um, I'm not shy by any means. I'm behind the mic right now. But but I mean, a little bit um, reserved in uh, risk-taking, mm. if you will. And I worry a lot uh, by nature. And uh, of course, eight years in this business, you've learned to not worry because there's so much you can't control that you're just grateful everybody's breathing all as well and we're healthy. Mm. <laughs> but um, what I've tackled this year, what I've really learned is that it's those small incremental changes that have the greatest impact. And so, for example, just with my like worry, this year uh, I took on meditation and I took it day by day and I, I gave myself 10 minutes a day and I started it in February and I had a, I took it day by day. I was like, okay, I was newly pregnant and, you know, with my other two pregnancies, I get a. I used to get a lot of anxiety in the beginning of the pregnancy. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to use this as an avenue to start my meditation practice and commit to it. And so I did it 10 minutes every day. And that small change of 10 minutes really changed a tremendous amount of stress in my life. And what I learned from that, and a, a book that I'm actually listening to right now, which is super interesting, it's called Atomic Habits, is that, you know, it's that, that one degree of separation. It's not necessarily the, the big lofty goal that you get. It's the journey. And, you know, those small incremental changes, that one degree change can have such a profound impact in your day. And for me, like the meditation after giving birth to my third child a couple months ago, um, of course, I wasn't able to get those 10 minutes in, you know, especially the you first. You get interrupted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I get and you can, you can feel the difference, you know? So my goal for myself is to, f- to continue to find small incremental changes that I can make in my daily life to create more positive, impactful habits that will have a huge, tremendous impact in the long term. Hmm. Really interesting. So yeah. did you use like an app or how did you go about meditating? Yes, I, I use Abraham Hicks. Actually, it's... Um, really weird to talk about but abraham hicks is basically an entity for esther i can't even get into it it's kind of out there (laughs) okay but it's really cool if anybody wants to check it out but it's really just um she's amazing to listen to so that's my go-to but i do a lot of um just energy balancing on youtube so not necessarily a personal favorite just different meditations i experiment yeah so Mm -hmm. how did you kind of and then of course like headspace and you know all those yeah but I like I like um, more guided, really guided, deep meditation. So it's so ch- you can check them out. But cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll link to them in the show yeah. notes. <laughs> um, how did, do you do it at the same time every day, or how did you like go about building before, the habit? Before I had my third child, I did it every day at the same time. And so this is where I'm kind of in this influx because with a, another child, it's I got to find my new normal. But prior to, for that last year, every single morning before I got out of bed, before I checked my social media, before I checked my email, anything, it was meditate. So, um, and that's what I'm learning in this in this book that I'm reading right now is about how to create those good habits where you have to have consistency. So, mm-hmm. and so like I said, I'm trying to find my new normal because I'm up, you know, breastfeeding at night and all of that 
good sorts. So I'm doing kind of what works right now. And then I, I'm trying to find the sweet spot where I can make it consistent every time this happens. Like there has to be a trigger to help you form a good habit. And so I need to find what my trigger is. And like for previously it was when I was waking up, that was my trigger, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now maybe it's like when you, the fourth time you wake up or something yeah, like that. Or right? when I get my cup of coffee, you know, like, or, you know, like the, like before I get, when I'm, when I'm brewing the coffee, as long as the baby's not crying or, you know, of course my, my nanny's there, but I'm talking about the weekends. Like, so I, like everything, there's different schedules for every day for me right now. So I have to kind of figure out my, my trigger points, but I'll be back at it. Yeah. consistently yeah. yeah well that's really interesting too because um it is it is a process right and you got benefits from it but it wasn't like there was one end goal other than that big goal i guess of reducing your anxiety so when in that process did you start to feel like it was working it was pretty imminent it was mm. really immediate um because i knew the benefits of it um but for me like i just as soon as I started that day, I felt like, and you'll you'll get this in Abraham Hicks, but it's it's about like momentum. So when it, you start your day off in a good space, your day seems to continue that way. And so it was really just about momentum. And you know, I, I'm sure people can relate to that. Sometimes when you like your day starts off terrible, like you lose your keys or. Yeah, you can't find your keys in the morning and then you go to a meeting late or something like that. And then you just feel like, oh, my gosh, everything's going wrong. But if you start and clear your mind, you know, from the onset, it seems like things just go in the right direction. So I kind of noticed it pretty, pretty immediate. That's awesome. So does it help you in business, too? Yes, of course. I mean, being the CEO of a, a company this size, I mean, you have to have a clear mind and you have to have a positive outlook because... Things are never going to go as planned. You can do all the preparation and work, but things are going to come up and you have to you have to take it in the moment and make decisions. So what's great about that is just being present and being aware um, allows you to make better decisions. And so it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. The other big question we have, and you kind of started to allude to this because you're looking for kind of your new normal with this habit and maybe the next habit to develop, but a big goal you have for the future and how you plan to get there. So whether you have one that's business related or two again, um, what would you say to that? Yeah, I think personally, it's just creating consistent good habits. So I will continue to add in like drinking water more regularly and finding trigger points. So again, going to that back to that book, I'm really excited about it. So I'm going to infuse it a lot. Um, and then professionally, we are doing some really exciting things for the brand and the business with us with a sweat working app as well. Um, our on demand platform, and just really coming up with some innovative ways to integrate the virtual aspects to our business to adapt our product offering with the lifetime of the consumer. So for example, just even me being a mom of three, a working mom of three, finding time is difficult for myself. So really just playing to the consumer and being a part of their lives and their journeys as they change. So we're doing a ton of exciting stuff there. And our, our goal is just to continue to grow with the right people in the right place and you know have uh, hundreds of barcode studios across the country. Yeah. So what else do you think it'll take to get there? I mean, are there sort of different steps that you have to take to scale to that level than you've taken to, to get to where you are now? Yeah, well, we just brought on our first partner. Um, so we did, uh, which was exciting, in 2018. And um, they're a $3 billion franchise company. 
mm-hmm. um, that specializes in franchising, and their mission is to provide hope to individuals. They're actually a staffing company, but they're a mission-based company. So we're really excited to work with them to help us scale to get to that level, international level. They have 900 franchise locations across the globe. So we're really going to be working with them to model the right way to get to something like that one of these days. That's really exciting. (laughs) And I think so smart, too. I mean, I'm sure that one of the biggest decisions you have to make all the time is when you need help and what you need help with, right? I mean, how do you make those calls? Yeah, I think that's one of the trickiest things and one of the things that we've uncovered. We spent years, like, looking for who our partner was going to be. You always believe somebody knows more. And uh, we realize that we know our business best, but what we do want guidance on is how to scale appropriately with a company this size, you know, and so how can we like our support structure and also, you know, how fast we grow. Mm-hmm. So that's what's been critical about bringing on this partner. So we, we did do a lot of looking at what aspects, like what do we want from our partner? What are they going to bring to the table besides, you know, of course, uh, monetary? What skill sets are they going to bring that are really going to help us amplify? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you were really clear on that, and you kind of talked about yeah. that before you went out there and started yep. talking to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, talk more about these sweat working apps. I know you have this a Mommy and Me one that you're Yeah, I just, just taped in the studio yesterday with my little boy lyric. It was so fun. Um, but we're really excited about it. So working with Sweat Working App, what's been fantastic is they've really taken kind of our business needs as well and adapted to a solution that's... I think like no other. So it's really supports the franchising model. And also um, from a product standpoint, it's fantastic to what it's it's giving our consumers. People can barcode with us um, out of their homes, which is fantastic. Or the beach. <laughs> <laughs> which I hear you recommend visiting. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Until we get a barcode in Aruba. We'll just... <laughs> I'm sure that is on your also on your list of goals, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If we have any uh, potential franchisees in Aruba listening, <laughs> you know who to call. You know who to call. Yes. Visit us at thebarcode.com. Okay. That is interesting, too, just talking about that mobile. Like you say, meeting the, the customer where they are. I mean, I was curious. You were such trendsetters in fitness when you first started. I was wondering what you do see as the trend of the future and how you plan to continue to adapt. I mean, that's obviously one big way, but are there others? Yeah. Obviously, everybody knows that boutique is on the rise so the big box gyms are are on the out and it's really just about creating a better community stronger community and also adapting to people's lifestyles you got to make it easy and they got to feel connected to your brand Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's just going to continue and strengthen and the expectations are going to be higher Mm -hmm. you know yeah how do you carry that connection into an app into those kinds of workouts uh, it's just, it's delivery, you know, mm-hmm. and so you got to connect with the camera like you're connecting with the people and uh, speak to them just like you would in a, a classroom full. And it's a skill. So it's great. Our national training director is fantastic. And she's also, you know, an improv theater and mathematics, like all this combined. So what? <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it. It's a performance, mm-hmm. you know, so you really got to pull the audience in and make them feel like they're right there with you. Yeah, just another one of those things that's like probably a lot harder than people think from the outside, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
so, I mean, I think there are a lot of people who are listening and a lot of people who, who know of you and who really look up to you in this space. I mean, what other advice do you give entrepreneurs, especially in the fitness space or other people who are like chasing big dreams in this arena? I think just flexibility and adaptability. So just know that you may set out to do one thing and things may change um, and being okay with that. But being grounded in the aspects that are are very important to you. So, you know, for example, just like our mission, we didn't steer from. We knew that that was it and it wasn't going to change. Um, so really find your niche and and find like carve out what's really important to you and keep it and then adapt with everything else. Because they always say in business school, you know, they have like a five year, 10 year, all these like plans. And, and you can't really, especially in the fitness industry, it's fast moving and changing and you have to adapt. You got to change and you got to be nimble. Mm -hmm. I guess the last thing is like any entrepreneurs that are wanting to do it, just know you're going to work so hard, but the reward is so worth it. Mm -hmm. So go for it. Don't be afraid to fall. Mm -hmm. We call them fins. I've said it for years, failed wins. So um, go for it, learn something, and then stand back up and do it better the next time if you need to. Awesome. Well, where can people find you? Obviously, um, in the studios and on the app. But um, if people are interested in either just working out with you or in one of your studios or online, where can people keep up with what's going on with the barcode? Yeah, we obviously in social media at the barcode. Um, you can check us out there and myself, Jillian Lorenz. And uh, I teach at River North. When I do teach, I'm still kind of off because mm -hmm. of the baby. Uh, but I'll be back and that's where I teach. But I'm always bouncing around town at the four studios here in Chicago. Excellent. Well, we are so glad that you bounced over this way yes. tonight. Thank you so, so much fun. for joining us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This podcast is a sweatlife.com production. And it's another thing that's better with friends. So please share it with yours. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you get a chance to leave us a rating or a review in Apple Podcasts or iTunes, we would really appreciate it. That helps other people find the show. Special thanks to Jay Mono for our theme music, to our guest this week, Jillian Lorenz, to Hotel Moxie for hosting us for this live podcast, to Ryan Duffett for editing, and of course, an extra special thanks to you, our listeners. <laughs>